0: The yeah. the yeah. don't be alarmed we're
1: negroes.
0: negroes. don't be alarmed we're negroes welcome to don't be alarmed we're negroes i'm image and on the other side we have sugar what's going on sugar
2: what up what up another another uh, another podcast here we got uh some great topics and some awesome new guests.
0: Awesome. Give us the rundown for the week.
2: We're going to always get into the Tiger news of the week. We're also going to talk about last week, last week's Ladies uh, Kia Classic, the WGC match play, the uh, Corrales Punta Cana Championship, this week's uh, Valero Texas Open, the front nine where we're going to get into 80s movies. So that's going to be awesome. Uh, African-Americans, Timeline and Golf. That's our diversity segment this week. We're going to get into the Gigan song of the week, My Ambitions by Mozzie. And then what are we hating on? Which you never know, can always be an epic one. Just got to tune in and find out. You're right. And then we're also, (laughs) we're going to get into the back nine uh, with our special guest today, Train and Trombone Shorty.
0: Oh, well. Speaking of train and trombone shorty, let's let's introduce them real quick before we get into the tiger news. So uh, I grew up with both of these cats, known them for a long time. We golf together. We've grown old together. Uh, first, we've got King Slurpee. Hey, Mr. DJ, CC <laughs> Hall of Famer and Cassaba oh, Melon Cavs. Oh, bring <laughs> it, bring it to the stage. We got train. What's going on, train?
1: What up? I knew I knew there was going to be something about the Cavs. I I, I I do it. But thanks for having me on, y'all. Got Word.
0: It, man. And secondly, we got my man. We're band together. You know, sneaker heads on the undercover. Um, I remember I twisted my ankle and he helped me to the nurse's office. Uh, Methadan, Dan the Answer Man, the golf fitter himself, trombone shorty. Dan Munez. What's happening, Dan?
3: What's up, guys? Honored to be here. I'm looking forward to it. Loving the podcast. Right on. Thanks for joining, fellas.
0: So, uh, let's get into the Tiger News of the Week. So, um, Tiger is uh, on the uh, injured reserve list right now. Um, Because of some driving mishaps Um, And so he is making money from the bed And so everyone knows he signed a contract with 2K um, And he's tweeting updates And um, he's super excited About being part of this game Um, But EA Sports is also coming out with their own game And I think the last cover and the person on that was Rory um mm-hmm. but it's it's actually gonna yeah. be real interesting in this in this aspect.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um so I don't know if you guys have played the game. I know me and Reg be be battling over the weekends. I don't Dan, have you played the two K PGA sports or or train? Have you guys played that game yet?
1: That's I haven't said that I have.
0: So but. if you remember the old Tiger Woods games, yeah. You'll love it for the simple fact that it's, it's similar. Um, but there are some things that shortfalls, like there are some courses that are missing, like the big ones. Like I think, I know Augusta is not on this two K one and there's some certain ones, but the gameplay is fun. You can customize your player and uh, we battle it. So it'll be interesting to see what, what Tiger brings to this.
2: Yeah. And then what, you know, what's uh, what's cool about this whole thing is that there is competition. Like for the last, um, I believe the, the first article came out from 2K Sports and they were talking about, you know, hey, we're, you know, um, you know, we, we've signed Tiger and everything. And then ever since then, it's almost been a couple of days in between, but EA and 2K are battling. They'll put little little snippets out there for each one of the games. So I think um, it's going to be cool to kind of see which one looks better. And uh, with you know, like Eve was talking about, which which uh, which courses are out there? So, you know, um, you know, it. Uh, we'll see how you know. What, what do you guys think about that? that's that's good. I mean, anytime yeah.
3: you have competition, you're going to get a better overall product on both sides, or you know, on either side. So you're going to get a better user experience. If you have a monopoly, <laughs> they're going to be content. You know what I mean? And you're not going to you're going to get just whatever they put out there, and they're not trying, trying to strive to be better than the
1: competition. I mean, think about the chicken sandwiches. Yep. chicken sandwich wars. popeyes mm-hmm. came out <clears throat> and they went on twitter with all that stuff and chicken sandwiches are blown up now like everybody yep. got chicken sandwich so yep. uh i think this is kind of on that same level
2: Shit, they made the colonel have to get a, a new chicken sandwich
1: the colonel had to redo their sandwich yeah, they were like "Whoa, game. whoa whoa we gotta go back to the drawing board i
3: mean even the big dog mcdonald's is late in the game right Mm -hmm. and they just released theirs a couple weeks ago or whatever yes
2: indeed but uh yes it'll you know we'll see we'll see what's up but i'll tell you one thing man that uh that 2k game that that current one it uh it'll it'll piss you off sometimes
0: it sure will (laughs) i see no lies on that statement so uh to a more serious topic um We want to take a moment to honor the death of George Floyd and the pursuit of justice in his sad case. Um, It's just just terrible. And for the people and his family to have to relive this moment to kind of get closure um, and everyone involved and hearing the stories, we just want to say, hey, we're thinking of you on this podcast. And uh, um, we just want everyone to be at peace about that. So what do you guys think about that?
2: I think if, you know, if you have not been able to watch any of the coverage, um, take a moment to do that. Um, I think, you know, <clears throat> this is a, a case where humanity was not given to a person or dignity. And I think it's it's tough to watch. But I think as a, as a country, to really face this and to understand what what this has caused is important. So I just think you know, you know, it it's 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 a shocking thing that happened. Um, people are still healing from that. And I think we all need to to reflect and try to try to make some sense out of out of it that we can.
1: Fellas? Agreed. <clears throat> Agreed. I, I think <clears throat> for me it was like a change but still the same, right? So we've been, the black community, the minority community has been going through a lot of stuff forever, right? But to highlight this and uh, to see this last summer when everybody was at home for COVID, it could all see the screens and it being recorded at the way it did and the egregious act that happened, like that changed some folks. It changed a lot of folks. And, uh, and so <clears throat> I just think about, uh, George's daughter saying that my daddy changed the world, something to that I'm paraphrasing, uh, last time. So I just think like, <clears throat> you know, we need to honor this. Hopefully they can get some closure hopefully, yeah, this is, this is another, you know, trial of America, not just one person. And yeah, hopefully we can, hopefully we can <clears throat> get some good closure on that, and then uh, come out with some good change. That that's my biggest thing.
3: Yeah, I definitely agree with you guys. I mean, senseless acts like that—you know, things—and and and sadly, you know, we hear about it again and again. You know what I mean? This one just happens to be on the on the you know the main stage, if you will. So you know, people need to definitely respect you know make individual change you know it's easy to talk about but it's up to the individual you know to make change so you know you got to be sensitive to others backgrounds ethnicities etc and so you know people say you don't want to you know I don't see color but at the same time you got to respect that you know a, a black man is going to be you know in fear because of things like this over and over you know or a young lady or whomever it, it may be so we got to do our part to protect each other because we're all the human race
0: Totally agree. Well said. Well said. Mike Yeah, for sure. Hey, Dan, I loved enjoying your pool time at your pool. And, <laughs> you know, we're in the summer and mm-hmm. trying to stay safe. And I had to lather up with some sunscreen. And I suggest everyone lather up and protect their skin. So let's hear from your eyes only aesthetics about sunscreen.
1: Hey, golfer gals and gents.
3: This is Ashley Knight, founder and owner of For Your Eyes Only Aesthetics. Plan on hitting the links? Then you need sunscreen. 80% of all skin aging comes from the sun. So protect yourself while you're on the green with Image Skin Care, available only through a trusted esthetician like me. When I'm outdoors, my go-to sunscreen is the Prevention Plus Daily Ultimate Protection Moisturizer, SPF 50. A friend of this podcast is a friend of mine. So enter coupon code, don't be alarmed, at checkout and you will receive 20% off your order. Again, enter coupon code, don't be alarmed, at checkout to receive 20% off all orders. You can find us at www.youreyesonlyaesthetics.com. Again, that's www.youreyesonly, Thank
0: you, Ashley. The black barb. Shout out to you. Shout out. Shout out. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Rich, go ahead and and introduce our guests and like get to introduce them to our our crowd and our audience. And uh, um, let's let's hear a little bit about them.
2: Why don't we start with trombone shorty? Why don't you uh, introduce yourself and tell us a little little bit about yourself and then we'll get to train. And then we have some questions to kind of get you uh,
3: back to the game of golf. So, Dan, let's start with you. Yep. So my name is Dan. Eric and I go way back. Elliot and I go back to high school, but Eric and I go back to middle school. I think we probably met each other in band in the sixth grade. I I play trombone.
1: You know Dan. I went to the same middle school as you, bro.
3: But you were a year behind us, so that's why I had to Okay, You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. So so what good (laughs) Yeah, so but so Emich and I and David Lynn, shout out to Mr. Lin, my uh-huh. Asian brother from another mother. Indeed. <laughs> we, we were doing our thing back in middle school, high school, et cetera, you know. And so, Eric, you remember when we do our Bart Simpson shirt, get in our Reebok pumps in the eighth grade? Yes, yeah. indeed. So, yeah, we go way back. So between band, playing basketball, you know, video games, you, you know, you name it. And then, you know, I didn't pl- really play golf until later in life. I didn't start playing until I think I was in college, maybe. I got introduced to the game um, probably like in the early 2000s. So I was actually out of college by then. Um, Mike Mike D, the MD himself, the doctor. I was up in Fort Collins when he lived up there, and I remember going to this is kind of dating myself going to Gart Brothers before it was even Sports Authority or anything like that. Oh boy, got my first set, some Jack Nicholas Golden Bear set. <laughs> <laughs> Went to the range. Still got him a bit. In my first ever round I played was a nine-hole round down in Colorado Springs, and it was night golf, glowing golf ball. So you put a very green person out there in, in the middle of the night <laughs> trying to play some golf for the first time. Yes, sir. So I, I jumped right in, you know? Nice. You still
2: have those golf clubs, though, the Golden Bears.
3: I think I do. I, I, either a friend or a family member may have them, but I still own them.
2: That's <laughs> what's up, man. Right on.
3: Oh, yeah. And I've been known to Tinker and Change Out Clubs quite often. So guys on the tour, you know, have benefited from some of the hand me downs So, yes,
1: sir. Yes, indeed. Nice. Might have to hit you up, Dan. Might have to hit you up. <laughs>
0: uh, his clubs don't fit you. You were six, sir. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, I have a standard
3: length. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: well, that's uh, great. Uh, let's, uh, let's get to you, man. Tell us about yourself and then how uh, what is your experience kind of in the and how did you get into the game of golf?
1: Yeah, so Elliot, you trained, brought um, Yeah, grew up with uh, with all these cats. I've known Eric since elementary. Yep. Dan, Oak elementary. Yes, no Oak Creek. No, I didn't go to Oak Creek. You didn't go to Oak Creek? Nope. Okay, anyway. Um, yeah, so um, I grew up. Carl Springs kind of came up with all these guys and uh, how I got into golf. Actually, uh, Brian Coleman told the story, but uh, it was me, Brian Coleman, Matt Wagers, who's on the tour with us. And then uh, Denny Howard and Greg Mullard. Um, We all would, were taking uh, miniature golf. Uh, we we're doing miniature golf every weekend. And our parents got us uh, some golf lessons. Um, it was either between sixth and seventh grade or seventh and eighth grade. So I got in there really early and then, um, kind of went back and forth with it. Um, I, uh, to be honest, um, it was cool, but it wasn't that cool. I was playing basketball. I was getting pretty good at that. Um, and ironically, I actually had tennis lessons growing up. And so I played a lot of tennis. And I really enjoyed that. Um, so I was like a tennis basketball dude, <laughs> and then, uh, would mess around with golf every once in a while. Uh, and then yeah, it just as the older I got, the more attractive it got. Um, and so uh, after years and years of uh, Mike D and Brian begging me to to get on the the tour. I was trying to do my 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 alternative sports. I was trying to mountain bike and do all this other stuff. Um, I finally jumped in, said, "Hey, I'll try it," and got back out there. Loved it. So uh, super glad I'm a part of it. And yeah, love the game. Yeah. Um. So,
2: both to this question is for both of you. So, what's your favorite sport outside of golf?
3: So, my favorite sport outside of golf. I have to say football and it's changed over the years. Cause I, I liked football when I was younger and then, you know, like in middle school, high school, basketball was everything, you know what I mean? Cause in the nineties, I mean, how can you not be a nineties basketball fan? Right. The Jordan <laughs> era and so forth. So, yeah, you know, Lord, it was huge. Sure. And then as I got a little older, you know, I, I watched less basketball, to be honest, you know, college basketball a little bit during March madness, you know, excitement's there, but more so on football. I've been, I'm definitely a football person now.
1: Train. interesting interesting because i am the opposite of that <laughs> basketball is probably my my favorite sport i i got an opportunity to, to play in uh, denmark and norway after i went to uh, colorado college played there um so uh and then after that i had a career in coaching for about seven years so i was at a couple of division one uh school so basketball was life for a while for me um and then kind of realized it was a little too much life and kind of got out of the game um so uh but still love to watch it and still still pop it on don't watch it as much as I used to but definitely pop it on and I love watching NCAA because I still have friends that are coaching and then some of them are doing some big things Moving up in the in the coaching ranks and uh, um, yeah, doing some real big things. So um, so that's my my second favorite sport, and then tennis is a close second after that. Oh,
0: that's super dope that you were you were into tennis. Like being that you, it it actually took me a little bit to adjust because we grew up playing hoop and everything mm-hmm. like that but to see the, you because you I mean you was a huge hooper to see you just like hey I'm playing tennis today you have your <laughs> racket and shit and yeah.
1: head to the
0: head to the courts and get it and yeah. I wonder what your opponents were thinking like man look at this big ass <laughs> Negro yes
1: <laughs> it was scary. I'll tell you what it was funny it was definitely funny
2: oh shit that's awesome yeah um, we're going to Circle back to golf uh, um, again here. Uh, What is your favorite part about
1: golfing? Favorite part about golfing? I think it's – well, right now for me, it's the camaraderie of all the fellas. Um, It's different to golf because everybody wants you to succeed. Everybody wants you to shine. Even if you're competing, right? There's a little bit of a little bit of trash, friendly trash talk, but like when you go to the basketball court, it's almost like you turn into enemies even in like a rec game. And you're just like, Oh my god, like bro, like we're playing rec basketball. Like we don't have anybody anything to prove. <laughs> like it's really okay. Um, but like golf, like I remember getting back on there and hitting my first drive and everybody was like, Oh man, all right. Like, all right, cool. And I was like, oh, all right, this is a little different. This is a little different. And then like all of the tips that everybody tries to give you. And so I think that right now is my favorite part, is just the, the camaraderie, um, and the the just like positive upbeat, like support that everybody gives everybody on the course.
3: I like yeah, I know. definitely agree with Elliot. I mean, to me, golf is such a unique sport and people question that it's a sport at all, right? They don't understand. You're not out there running. You're not, you know, carrying the ball, whatever, right? You're not shooting the ball, but it's a, it's a sport and it takes, you know, it's not only, it's very mental more than anything too. And what I really appreciate about golf is every shot is unique. Every shot is different. You know what I mean? You're never going to master it. I think that's what Matt said last week, but you know, and then and then they throw in there the social benefit. You know, hanging out with all of my friends and you know, get out. I don't get to see him much, but you know, once we get there on that Saturday or Sunday, we get to hang out for five hours, whatever. I mean, you can't beat that. Agreed. Uninterrupted time. Yep. Yep. <laughs>
1: Uninterrupted. <laughs> I love it. That's hard to get,
2: man. That is an honor, and that's it's just true. Just, uh, it's not a knock. It's just hard to get. Right. Yep. You know. Um. So what um, What driver are you using this year?
0: Mm, good question.
1: <laughs> uh, do I know what the driver is called? Uh, it's a Ping. <laughs> I think it's a Ping four, four, 450. Okay. I think, I think. I've had it for a lot of years. <laughs> so it works, though. It's it's
0: That's all that matters.
1: It's one of my best gloves. So. Oldie but goodie. <laughs> yep. And
3: as I mentioned, I tinker, so. the driver i have right now (laughs) i think uh, i think i'm (laughs) playing the the cobra 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 extreme speed something something i even forget the name of it but i'm looking at the ping 425 and i played the the ping what was it the ping g400 before so i got my eye on that one i'm trying to decide if i want to pull the trigger or not so you know next time you guys see me i'll probably have a different answer I've heard, so
0: I have the G400, but I heard the 425 is great. So
3: they, they, um, they market it as the most forgiving driver. So, you know, who doesn't want some help? Yeah, so And I might have to get three of those. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Hell no. i am just be honest. All right. Well, speaking of golf, let's go into, uh, last week's golf tournaments and coverage and winners. Let's start with the ladies. Hey, ladies! Kia Classic, uh, MB Park won at uh, fourteen under. She got five hundred CME Global points, um, and so it it was actually a, a pretty good tournament um, to watch. Um, I'm still hating on the world of golf <laughs> because I I want them separate, but we'll get into that later, so we can actually pay attention and and enjoy things with them, but. Uh, my picks was uh, Nelly Corda, Danielle Kang, and Katherine Kirk. And uh, as you see, none of them won. Um, so um, I don't know if you would want to listen to E-Mitch for a while. I started off hot, but I'm struggling in the pick game. My
2: picks um, weren't great either, man. Yeah, so, I don't know. So I'm not, you know, a lot of them were already mentioned. But I did say that there was the potential for there to be an international winner. So I think I'll, I'll, uh, I'll take that.
0: Uh, That covers half of the LPGA. Yeah. You're going to win that for sure. Yeah,
2: man.
3: Flip of a coin. Yeah. And Uh, to be honest, I mean, in, in the LPGA, the international game is very strong. Oh yeah. the, The American women have actually kind of, taking a step back because you know this you know south korea and china and other places well maybe not china so much but a lot of other places i mean the europeans I mean, mm-hmm. they're strong strong i mean you can see it within their solheim and everything else i mean there's they battle and they can and the, the what's amazing
2: to me is the accuracy oh, of yeah. some lady golfers man is amazing and they can you know they're not you know some of them can really strike the ball too pretty good so it, i think it, to me it, it, it's entertaining to watch
3: you know you know what i appreciate about women's golf is it's a lot closer to your amateur golf in terms of like the distances they you know on average that they you know hit their driver and so forth
0: yes so you know they're
3: hitting the club similar to you know the, your, the, the uh, average amateur male you know what i mean so i think i can relate to the game a little bit more just because from a distance standpoint you know because those you know, those the, on the pga those guys are bombing it in the you know upper you know 300 carry you know whereas the women are more closer to 250 260 kind of like the guys do you know what I mean in the amateur scene so i appreciate yep. that and and they tear it up you know they they'll i put my money on a woman <laughs> you know, from the lpga when it comes to you know just overall skill set totally agreed marfa nas too
2: they yep. they they it seems just easier swings in the oh, and you know, the club the mv swing is
3: so you know a lot of the asian women they have just you know their tempo is just boom. Oh, dialed
2: then. Perfect. And it's discipline. They're very, you know, very like I'm like the thing I think what I appreciate is their consistency and their with the swing. Like that's where I'm struggling. Like I, I have mean, to get consistent. And so I, I definitely agree with that.
0: We swing it over to the men's WGC match play. My bracket was in shambles. I don't know <laughs> what was going on last weekend. Like, holy moly. It's um, March. It is for sure. Um I
2: think that's what it is.
0: Billy Horschel won. I don't even think I think I had him winning some rounds, but I didn't have him going all the way through to the top, but he got one point eight million with that and five hundred and fifty FedEx points and that that moved him up like a big dog, you know, and I had JT Bryson, um Kisner was my sleeper though, and he he pushed it a little bit. I thought he was going to actually come through and win. Um, John Rom, everything like that, but um, just struggled. All the top players seem like they're struggling right now. It's it's actually kind of weird to see. Just
2: off, you know, I had DJ Sung J M and uh, just uh, you know Jordan Spieth and uh, down goes Frazier. (laughs) <laughs> all those matchups man and there was guys out there that were just they they didn't care they were in the moment i'm just gonna play golf for what it is and you kind of saw the what i and i'd just be interested to hear the perspective from the fellas too but the you know when you see uh one of the, you know one of the guys is supposed to win a match and they struggle it seemed that the underdogs were just calm like they're just playing regular golf what do you guys hmm. think
3: about yeah, I agree. I mean, oh, sorry, Eric. Um, I agree. When, when, when you're expected to win, you have an added pressure, right? And so you're, you're not only, I mean, game, game of golf is hard enough. I mean, these guys are professionals. You know, they know how to handle handle situations, but they're human as well. You know, they have the pressure and when money's on the line and they got a team behind them who's, who's dependent on them. You know what I mean? Whether you have an underdog or he's like, I have nothing to lose. I'm not expected to win. I'm going to just play my game and let it speak for itself.
0: Yep, that was my point exactly. Like, the underdogs don't care. They have nothing to lose. So
1: yeah.
0: I'm out here, and I'm going to get it done, and uh, let me introduce myself to the world, you know. And so there was a lot of people. Like, you look at the seedings, there was like 60-something beating like threes and sixes. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and it, it's going to make people think when it comes to the Masters next week on who you're yeah. going to pick and who's sitting out there? Because the the big dogs are struggling. Um,
2: but so let me so you bring up that point. But I want to I want to ask the fellas this too. And E, will start. Uh, train. we're gonna start with you on this one. But so when you see these guys, like you you brought up uh Mitch, when we go to the Masters, right? There's different kind of pressure. So the guys that may have won this last week, they might not deal with pressure as good as some of the the guys who who are winning tournaments. You know, so what do you guys think about that, right?
1: Yeah, I think when you got, when you're in any sport and you have this uh, pressure, cream does rise to the top. And even though people are struggling, if people are experienced and know how to go through that mentally, then you're going to see some of those people come back out. They might be, and and on the big stage, right? The big guys show up on the big stage. Like you look at the NCAA and even uh, NBA when they shut down for COVID and they don't have anybody in stands. It's proven psychology, psychologically that <clears throat> people pay, play better in front of people. Um, and so it's going to be interesting to see, because I do think that golf is a little different where, I mean, um, <clears throat> In the next tournament, that that Punta of the, the Corales tournament, I watched uh, or I watched some highlights, but I saw Joel's um, speech at the end. He was like, "Hey, it's hard to win a PGA uh, tournament," and I was like, "Wow, that was the most real statement I've ever heard." It's just hard to win a PJ tournament, period. Let alone <clears throat> going to the Masters and things like that. Um, so th- there's a little different twist on golf when you think about it that way, but I also think that there's some people that do it enough, that have been out there and like that big stage that are going to that we haven't been seeing doing very well, that are going to come up and then you'll have those sleepers that like are out there just like hey man, this is I'm, I'm happy to play the Masters, let's see what happens and then they rise up a little bit and go oh okay, cool, alright so we'll see It's it's a little combination of both
0: there's only certain people built for that kind of pressure though, right? So you you look at the golf, you look at the greats and the big names, they were built for that moment. They were built like Tiger was a machine. When you look at all the books and documentaries, Kobe, a machine, he wanted to rip your face off, right? Jordan, Jordan, a machine looking at it, you know, they studied. Like when you look at the old NBA, right, like – The Pistons and the Lakers and the Celtics, they had many guys that were built for that moment and just focused, right? Whereas, like, nowadays, I don't know. Like, when you go back (laughs) to the game of golf, right? Like, if you take Tiger away, and we've talked about this before, who's going to step up? Who's going to be that person? And I read an article this week. They said when DJ is on, he's the closest we have to Tiger. But it's it's when he's on. Tiger was never off for a long time and had that. So DJ has the ability to hit that switch. But, I mean, you're young, man. Shouldn't you want to hit that switch all the time?
3: Yeah. He's struggling right now. And plus, I think the added pressure I think that the DJ has is he's such a nonchalant style player. He doesn't really show his emotion. If he hits a good shot, a bad shot, it's almost the same demeanor. And people are looking for a reaction because they want to be entertained. And if if you're not entertaining people, they might look to someone else. You know what I mean? So he has the skill set, but he may not have the personality that the people want.
0: True, because golf has pushed a lot of stars. Look at how many they pushed Rory for a while. He signed with Nike and he struggled. Jordan Spieth, look what happened to him. Like he was playing good. They start pushing him tough, right? Like he's the next one. And you know, his game huh? disappeared, and he fell off, and now he's he's bouncing back like like no other, right? And it, it'll be interesting to see what happens with the others, like the Brysons and
2: Collar, the same way, man.
0: Yeah.
3: So, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. And I think a lot of times what happens is, you know, these guys are young and they played golf since they were little kids, right? And they're they're and I think somebody mentioned in the last last week's show you know, people are going through life changes, you know, whether, whether they're getting married, they're just getting older, you know, they have different responsibilities, they're businessmen, you know, they have their, their teams that work with them. Cause you know, golf, the actual paycheck isn't just winning the tournament or, you know what I mean? They have all their endorsements and everything else. And so, you know, you got to be able to mature and have the right people, you know, help you along. And so, and also going back to Elliot's point regarding, you know, playing with, you know, a lot of people on, on, on the course, you know, a having a gallery and so forth. I mean, some guys thrive on it and some guys aren't really used to it. You know what I mean? So you almost have to play with what you're used to, or at least, you know, be more open to getting in that situation and trying to thrive. Because, you know, if, if you're paired up with tiger, you know, that there's going to be a huge mass people following you and screaming and everything else. And if you're not used to that, you might be uncomfortable. You may not perform like you normally would.
0: How many times have we've lined up and we're teeing off on the first hole and there's people at the clubhouse we're at the restaurant behind us. Think about how you feel when you're teeing off
3: and then the amount of gallery that these <laughs> guys bet, get. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah.
1: yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, you see how narrow those fairways are and those people are lined on the tee box, practically. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You let an Aaron shot yeah. go.
1: You know? I know. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm killing happy. somebody out there. Yeah. Somebody is, is, is catching exactly. one. Y'all gonna
0: have yeah. a lot of lumps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, hilarious. the Corrales Punta Cana Championship, which was on the same time last weekend, um, it it was for 300 FedEx points, and um, Joel uh Damon won that it with negative 12. Uh, my picks were out there. I had Hoffman and Lashley. Um, struggled again with my picks, but yeah, you know we'll see. I'm I'm gonna write them this week with the Valero. I promise you. So. Yeah, I'm trying to do the same um, overall the FedEx standings. Um, you have Bryson at one, Justin Thomas at two Cantlay at three Hovland at four, uh, Xander at five DJ at six, Billy Horschel moved up to seven with his win, uh, Harris English at eight, Tony Fino at nine and Joaquin Neiman at 10. He has a smooth ass name. I like that. Um, <laughs> So, um, let's get into this week's tournaments and the ladies have their first big tournament it's Their this first week. major. Yeah. Their first major. Yes, um, so give us some details about this. Shug.
2: This is going to be a awesome tournament. There'll be coverage on the golf channel. So make sure you tune in and understand when they're going to cover it. <laughs> um, this will, uh, this will be at the Mission Hills Country Club um, <clears throat> in Rancho Mirage, uh, California. The course is 6,769 yards long with uh, four par threes, 10 par fours, and four par fives. What's interesting about this course is on hole 11, it's 536 yards. It's a long hole, man. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how many, and that's actually a par five. So we'll see if there's any. We'll see if there's a. We'll see how many birdies are on uh, hole eleven over the weekend. Um, again, this is the as you mentioned, Dan. This is the first major of the year. This tournament was created in 1972, and in '83 became a major. The full purse for this tournament is 3.1 million. Um, there's still no fans, uh, so I think. You know, as things change and, and kind of the, the COVID protocols kind of lessen, I think you'll start to see more fans at these LPGA events. Um, Miriam Lee was the 2020 uh, winner. And this uh, there's 625 points on the, on the line for the CMA, CME Globe. And uh, it's, it's going to be a good tournament. There's a lot of great ladies that will be playing this weekend. Um, uh, my picks for this week are Lexi Thompson, and Jin Young-Ko. So, fellas, what do you think about this tournament and uh, get into the
0: picks? Um, I mean, I'm, it's cool to see, you know, his first big tourney, you know, and the ladies have been warming up for this. Um, I'm going to get on the Lexi Thompson train. Um, she came in second at the Kia Classic, um, and she seems to be getting into form. Um, Minji Lee plays fifth in the Kia Classic and uh, has played pretty well. Um, and she's played a lot in this event And so she's she knows the pressure And being there And she knows what she's up against And then uh, my sleeper is Jessica Korda. Um She um, Was 4th and 6th place finished In the last 3 years in this event um, And she also was built For this moment So uh, those are my picks um, Dan the Answer Man What you got?
3: Yeah so this is actually one of the the events of the, in the LPGA tour that I really enjoy watching, you know, with the whole tradition of poppy's pond after the 18th, where the winner jumps in with their team. I mean, I remember when Lexi won that and she jumped in with her mom and, and some others. So, you know, I I used to follow a lot of women's um, golf Mm -hmm. years ago. I haven't watched as much, but this is one of the ones that stands out that I always try to, you know, try to watch for sure. And so my picks, I have Lexi at the top. I mean, Lexi, she's a long driver. She's, you know, she's a big dog when it comes to, you know, smashing that driver and in, in her, you know, her game, she has, so if she can putt, I think she'll take it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Daniel Kang has been pretty consistent and I think she's, she's like done everything, but, so I think she's, she's due. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have a few sleepers like Lydia Ko, you know, she was strong a few years back and I think she's going to come around. MB has been showing up, you know, she won last week and then, don't forget about Michelle Wee West, you know, coming back from getting married and having a baby, you know, she's, you know, anytime you got those taller women, six foot plus, I mean, they're the ones who really like these long courses, long holes, because, you know, they have an advantage because they have the distance. It's just a matter of time for she gets her, her, uh, her mojo back too. Mm-hmm. Yep. It may be a little
1: early, but you never know.
0: You Never know. Train, what you got?
1: So it's great about golf. You never know. Well, <laughs> Um I got to be honest, fellas. I don't watch a whole lot of golf like y'all do. I just like playing the game, <laughs> watching highlights. Word. Um So I'm going to pick Nellie Korda because I watched the highlight and she was killing it. In the last highlight I watched. So we're just going to go with
0: her. <laughs> okay. Can't go wrong with the Korda sister. Can't do it. Oh, yeah. You know
3: what's interesting about that? If I may, I remember when her older sister, Jessica, was on the scene and she, you know, she was taller and Nellie was still small, just coming up in junior golf and stuff. And to see her, you know, maybe even better than her sister right now. Yep. I just love that because it, you know, it just shows that, I again, mean, the golf family, you know, the, their discipline and seeing her, you know, just really uh, excel in the game. Is just, I've been, It's been a joy to watch because I've watched her since she was young.
1: Right. It doesn't pay to be the first uh, sibling. <laughs> Look at Venus, poor Venus. Serena <laughs> came out there and just killed it. No. Yeah. the first sibling always gets,
0: <laughs> they paved the way for sure. Mm hmm. So,
1: they get no shine, bro. No shine. No. No display. <laughs>
0: um, going to be a great tournament to watch, for sure, and sharing the airwaves this weekend, the Valero Texas Open. TPC San Antonio, the AT&T Oaks Course, designed by PGA Tour legend Greg Norman with player consultant Sergio Garcia. Um, This course is is can and will be brutal, Um, narrow, narrow tree line fairways. Um, You're going to have like these oak trees sitting out there. Um, The bunkers are going to be rugged um, out there. The native grasses in Texas, as you know, it's got that Bermuda grass. Um, It's a par 72, 74, 35 yard course. Um, You're going to have force carries on a couple of holes out there. The purse is seven point seven million dollars and the FedEx coin FedEx points is five hundred points. The odds they have so Dustin Johnson was at the top, but he withdrew, which is uh interesting because I believe this is the second time he's withdrawn from a uh an event, a especially a big one. Um mm-hmm. but you you got Jordan Speeth at fourteen and one. Scotty Scheffler, a lot of people are high on him. He's played well. Eighteen and one. Tony Fee now, eighteen and one. Ryan Palmer is 33 and one which he's he's played pretty well Siwoo Kim 40 and one, Matt Coocher, who's played well, he's 40 and one um, I mean the list can go on and on Phil Mickelson 70 and one um, but the past winners in 2015 you had Jimmy Walker, 2016, Charlie Hoffman 2017, Kevin Chapo 2018, Andrew Landry and uh, 2019 Corey Connors. So uh, should be a great event this weekend at the Valero. Just a tune-up for the Masters. Um, my picks this week are, uh, I'm going to take Jordan Spieth. Uh, he's a Texas boy. He's four for five. Um, and he was the runner-up in 2015 at this event. I'm going to take Abraham Answer, um, Because... Um, he he can play off the tee pretty well. Um, he's ranked second in driving accuracy. Um, and he also ranks 14th in greens regulation percentage. So um, that will rack you up some birdies. So he has 195 birdies in 44 rounds this season. So I'm kind of looking at that. And then my sleeper is Ryan Palmer, also a Texas boy. Um, and he played super well against match play and pushed John Rahm to his limits last weekend. So um, before I get to your guys' picks, our guest picks. So Booga took Scotty Scheffler or Siwoo Kim. Uh, the Nature Boy took Spieth. MD, the good doctor, took Corey Connors or Aaron Wise. Uh, B Cole took Speeth or Ryan Palmer. I'm on that train. Uh, Matty Ice took Scotty Scheffler and Chocolate Twilight. Uh, was too busy to put in his picks, So appreciate you, Chocolate Twilight. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Dr. So. Twilight, man. Um, wow. Let's Good hear- breakdown.
2: Good yeah. breakdown for sure, man. Um, Thanks. My picks. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Tony Finau. I really want him to just win a tournament, man. I really do. Like, I, <laughs> I, I just, I think he's just a really cool dude. I think it would be, I think he plays, uh, uh, a finesse game, um, in golf. And it's just, I, I, you know, it would be kind of cool to just kick it and have a drink with that guy. I think that's why he, to me, he's kind of like a people's he's, you know, to me, he's the people's champ. Um, and I, I'm always rooting for a guy like that. So I like Tony Finau. Um, I also like Ryan Palmer. Um, he's a, he's a long ball hitter, And I think in, in this weekend, I think is, as long as it's not windy, um, I think he can have a, a great weekend. Um, uh, things go right, and then I am also on the Scotty Scheffler train. So, fellas, what about y'all?
3: Yeah. So okay. my picks, I'm going with kind of the older guy, Matt Coocher. Oh wow! I think Matt's going to show up. Huh. You know, I've always been a Coocher fan. You know, he's been known taller guy, but doesn't hit hit it as far. But I think you know, if his overall game, I, I like it, and I think he has a chance. And then Jordan Spieth, you know, being a Texas boy. It's like Jordan has the whole skill set, but he, for some reason, he just can't close. You know, when he fell apart at the Masters and other, you know, examples. He, you know, if he can just keep his game consistent, you know. And he said it's hard to win a tournament. I mean, you got to be good for four days. You know what I mean? Unless you run away, and even then, you're still good. So, um, in my sleeper, I'm going with Chris Kirk. You know, I, I've been watching mm-hmm. his game a little bit, and I think, you know, it. You just never knows. So he might show up and, and you know, do something. So I'm hoping for it.
1: Nice word. Um, so again, I don't watch a whole lot of golf, so I'm going off of highlights and I do like Jordan Spieth being a Texas guy. Um, and I like the name Fina. So <laughs> let's put him behind there and then we're going to go. My sleeper being Varner just cause
0: Oh, I like it. So yeah. Yeah. I have a question for you. So for all of you guys, so Ricky Fowler's in this joint. Does he make the cut or does he miss the cut this week? So train, make or or miss.
1: I think he's going to make it.
0: Dan.
3: I'm sorry. I've never really been a Fowler fan. And, you know, I like to see everybody succeed, but I just think something's going on in his head or what's happening, but he needs to get back on track, and I don't think it's going to happen this week.
0: Shug.
2: I think I think he's gonna get some of that CBD product he has. <laughs> gonna get it in there real good this week. I think he's I think he can make it, man. I hope he makes it. Um, you know, but if he doesn't, hey, we'll see him on another commercial.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hey, I'm gonna say he's gonna make it, and then I, I'm also gonna put out there that he's gonna be in the middle of the field, like top 15 this week. I just have a feeling. Like a lot of people are down on him. He's hearing it for sure. Right. And so he knows he's down and he's changed coaches, changed putters. He's doing all this stuff. But I think this week he connects it all together. Um, but I have been wrong. I was on his train before. So we'll see. You know, I like dirt bikes. He likes dirt bikes. So I'm picking him.
3: We're going with that. <laughs> Flat brim, the dirt bikes.
0: Yeah. Same as same, you know. I don't have as much hair as he does anymore but you know we're going with it.
3: <laughs> and uh, and I had a quick comment about Fino. Listen, a lot of Fino is, he's a, he's an awesome guy. I mean, he's a family man, you know, he's spiritual, I mean, everything. He he's he's a you know, I want him to win, but when he rolled his ankle and dislocated that at that Masters pre pre-round, it seemed like part of his soul came out <laughs> and he just had <laughs> a bit of the same Cuz he he came back and he played well. You know, that that you know, that tournament But it just, you know, can't get it done. I'm like, I'm rooting for the guy, you know?
0: (laughs) Ain't been the same since that ankle sprain, you know? I feel Eric knows about ankle sprains. You got that right. You carried me
3: in in middle school. I'll never forget. There's a lot of guys on the tour. MD, I don't think he has either ankles anymore. That dude. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. Even with the high top Adidas? Yes. Oh okay. those Faya dog. Yeah. He knows it too. He'll admit it. He'll be the first
0: one. <laughs> Yikes. His ankles are tootsie rolling. I like it. So speaking of female, he's a diverse guy. Um and we are all about diversity here. So um I challenged us to take a look at the African Americans timeline in golf this week. Um And the trials and tribulations of this list and how um, how long it took. um, I can't lie. I was a little shocked when you see the dates on this list. um, Dating way back, just just think about like back to when we were in high school only. Right. High school times. Mm -hmm. It's crazy, right? It is crazy, just like like the women PGA Lady Renee Powell. Like that was the first time that she was she was elected the first African American woman as a PGA member. That's yeah. a long time. So, um, let's get into this diversity and talk about this timeline. So, Shug, what did what did you think about this timeline?
2: I, just amazing, um, you know, to go back and kind of reflect on history. I'm I'm a, you know, I I I'm a history buff, so I kind of like this is kind of a personal thing to me, but just learning things that you really never knew or uh, kind of maybe didn't understand, right? So I think from a diversity standpoint, seeing things that, that influenced not only the game of golf, but probably these folks' lives and that made them better, right? It, they, they wanted to do something different. They had a pursuit and a passion to do something that people didn't want them to do. And I think for me, what I took out of this in reading that list was there's a lot of pain, but there's a lot of reserve and resilience and and perseverance and you know that it it just makes me proud because if people didn't take a moment to go do these things you know things would be different we still might not be able to see you know people of color in the pga or the lpga if these pioneers didn't do that so some of the ones that stood out to me were um you know in 1926 um robert hawkins was the first um you know, he was, he played in the first, uh, attorney for African-American players. And that was in the twenties, um, 1946. Um, you know, uh, William Lewis was denied, uh, um, funding, but found a way with two, uh, African-American doctors to create the first country club prayer, you know, that that they owned and they, they managed, um, 1956 and Gregory, the first, uh, African woman, you know, African American woman as a U.S. amateur. Um, and then another one that stood out to me was Charlie Stafford, the first African American to receive a PGA tour card. So again, just uh, a lot of pioneers on that list, fellas.
3: Yeah. So, you know, the dates alone speak for themselves. You know, I mean, back to the eight, late 1800s. I mean, that's over a hundred years ago when you know these amazing milestones were happening but think about how long and that just speaks to what you know Reggie was saying about perseverance not giving up i mean in 1922 they talk about joseph bartholomew how he was an architect for the course and he, and he wasn't because of segregation he wasn't even allowed to play the course could you imagine building something being that close to g- golf and not even able to play your creation i mean uh, yeah i mean that's just unheard of uh, you know yeah. what i mean but that was what that was the norm back then so and then just to think about where we where we are and how much more, you know, we can improve. Agreed.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you guys had some really, really good points on there. Um, for me, um, what stood out was, what I didn't realize was Althea Gibson being uh, the first African-American to compete on a LPGA tour, being... Knowing Althea Gibson and, and, like, respecting her as a tennis player, um, I didn't realize she was in golf like that. And that just makes her even more of an amazing person to me. Um, And then it's funny. I go through there. There's two other things that stuck out to me. A couple weeks ago, I was trying to go through, like, who's got their PGA card and who's on the PGA website as players in the PGA. And – These fools, Calvin Pete, (laughs) uh, Lee Elder, uh, a couple other people that are, you know, old as my dad, who's 82, (laughs) are still on this website. And that's just amazing to me that Mm -hmm. all that stuff that's happened between when I'm reading these first wins and tournaments and what they've gone through and for them to still be somewhere playing somewhere, um, and still getting some PGA credit. I, I think that's pretty cool. I think it's pretty cool. Um, and then the other thing that stuck out to me was, um, you get to like 96 and then it's like tiger, and tiger, 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 tiger. And then we get to like 2008. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. I think that is amazing for a person of any color to be to do what he did, you know, and uh, to see it on that. You know, we we're talking about diversity and just seeing what he brought to the game. I got to be honest, <laughs> you guys were talking about uh, a few episodes ago about, you know, what brings black community out onto the golf course and is it education is it that we don't we, we we sell basketball and football and all this kind of stuff and I was thinking about my how I grew up and I was like well I was exposed to soccer football badminton volleyball tennis which I played golf I didn't really like golf I just didn't really like it but I'll tell you when I started liking it when I saw Tiger fist pumping and when I saw Tiger riling up crowds and making things exciting. So um, it's just amazing to, to me on, on that dude is like the game changer for me in golf. Um, there's a lot of pioneers to perform, but he's just, he's just that guy that changed it. And it's, it's just amazing to me.
0: It's, it's true. He opened doors for, for we, we had someone mention Harold Varner the third on this show today. Um, Harold Varner III became the first African American golfer to earn his PGA Tour card through the web.com Tour that was 2015 mm-hmm. Oh that's
1: funny Yeah
0: so wow. I mean It's it's crazy to see How far we've come But we we still have a long way To go um, oh, and, and a little bit of me Is it's kind of scares Me right because when Tiger Retires that's a big piece of diversity Mm -hmm. retiring from the game of golf when we have these big gaps I mean huge so what minority any color is going to step up and do something and fill that void and we don't know yet we don't know and that's the scary piece that's out there
1: yeah because you think about like I was just saying what what Tiger has done for just golf in general like to get kids to play golf it's got to be a little more exciting it's cool for us cuz we have a whole we, we old we older we are older not old just older it's a different thing at our age than it was at 16 um yes. but i can tell you at 18 seeing tiger doing those things made me maybe me go huh what's going on out here and it's kind of like i i feel like the pga needs to to stop like pushing, but like encouraging some more. And we talk about diversity in a a bigger aspect of like, Hey, let's get some more of these direct to consumer golf people out there in front of people instead of all these regular traditional golf clubs and golf brands that are doing all the traditional, 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 let's get some different type of things to get some different type of people to follow that so that maybe we get another uh, Tiger, you know, because that was Nike. Nike was always different, right? They didn't do golf until Tiger. Like, they were different. So, like, can we get – I think PGA needs to, like, open it up a little bit and, and get a little less stiff and get a little bit more – I mean, you don't need to go WWE on it, but just, like, you know, untuck the shirts a couple times, you know what I mean? <laughs> get For some sure. more flat bills. That's that's a just, good That's a good that's point nice about
3: Yeah, You know, what? one thing that I think, and it might sound really uh, minuscule and kind of like, oh, it's going against tradition, but I could, you know, could you imagine if they wore shorts and they could actually wear shoes that you could see? Yes. You know what I mean? So it's become, you you dive into the culture aspect, you make it a sexy thing. Golf isn't isn't sexy, you know what I mean? Because you just see some guys out there with polo shirts tucked in, long pants, Mm. and and most of them are not people of color. And so, you know... People in, you know, diverse, you know, lower income or what have you backgrounds, they can't relate because they don't look like them. You know, you got I
2: mean? you got you got folks out there playing a lot of tennis because of Serena Williams mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, they made it. She made it look cool. And so, you know, she's bringing different outfits to the game. And, and I think, uh, um, you know, different shoes and things like that. And I think that the concept, like you were saying, you have to kind of take that same kind of an element and bring it into the game of golf so i think mm-hmm. but when when i'm starting to watch more and more golf i'm starting to see a lot of these guys wear more of the custom shoes that 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 i'm into um mm-hmm. you know, i've seen uh john Rahm. he wears a, a a series of different jordans um there's a couple other guys on tour that do the same thing um that where you know i think uh brooks kepka he's always i always see him in uh Day in, in a lot of the Air Max, uh, in the Air Maxes. So
3: mm-hmm. Keegan you know. Bradley's a big Jordan guy, huge, yeah.
2: exactly. A time. Yep, yep.
0: Speaking of Keegan, those Jordans are some of them are fly, but some oh, of, some them, of them, <laughs> them are not it. <laughs> It just something ain't curling <laughs> over. Throwback. Right.
3: Those are throwaway. Throw away. <laughs> not throwback, yeah. but throwaways. So that's comedy. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't help the cause with his setup. How he so, you know, gets into it, gets into it. And then he steps back and he this is like his routines. Come on, let's get moving here.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. He <laughs> kind of slows it down a little bit. Yes, it's, it's a little much. <laughs> but definitely a good topic. Love the diversity that we talk about. Um, so let's talk a little bit of, you know, when we, we grew up and being diverse and seeing diverse things. So Shug, what's our next segment?
2: Oh yeah, this is dope to me. Um, cause you know, we, you know, I spent a lot of, uh, as an only child, I spent a lot of, a lot of time in front of the TV when it was either too cold, too rainy, or, you know, couldn't too late to hang out with, with my partners. So we're going to get into eighties movies, man. Um, and I'll just go down, go I'll just get us started and go down the list. Uh so each of us is gonna kind of list off our, our nine, and then if you have any kind of honorable mentions. So oh. I'm gonna start with some hard hitters, man. Mm. Forty 48, forty-eight hours. <laughs> nice yes, sir. Trading places. Nice. Yeah,
1: it's funny.
2: The last dragon.
1: <laughs> oh classics. <laughs> yes. Roadhouse. <laughs>
2: That's a sleeper. Yes. Starface.
0: Classic. Yeah.
2: Commando. Predator. Oh, <laughs> yep. Yep. Coming to America. And oh, of course. Uh, I think that's what I see. one. Two, three, a national lampoons vacation. And so my oh. honorable <laughs> my honorable mentions are fast times at Ridgemont High. Purple yeah. Rain. <laughs> Running Man. I could watch
1: Purple Rain at that age, man. We can watch Purple Rain. You you were allowed to watch Purple Rain?
2: Yeah, I, I yeah, actually man. liked Purple Rain. Yeah,
1: I have okay. It's a I'll, good movie.
2: Yeah, I watched my. So I watched it with my parents. And oh, uh, uh, that's her. nice. No, I'm just saying because they're more. They were more Prince fans. You <laughs> know did, what I'm saying? That's
1: nice. So,
2: yeah, I just remember watching that movie, and it meant more to my parents at the time when yeah. I watched it, and I was kind of like it. It. I had to kind of watch it later in life to appreciate. Yeah. It. Yeah. Because but I'll tell you one thing, when I saw Morris Day in the Time in that movie, man, that was my
1: shit. That yes. was those
2: were my dudes, man. When you seen the when you see the my boy with the mirror and shit, Jerome, and then you got my <laughs> nigga Morris, you know, always
1: Yeah, uh, you know, that, he, uh, I, that's flat.
2: where Esko, I think that's where Esco got the pimping. <laughs> that's I think he got it from <laughs> I really do think he got it from Morris Day in the Time. I'm gonna have to question that.
0: Wow. But uh he got into
2: But my last one is uh, Over the Top.
0: Nice. Ooh, that's a sleeper. Damn. Okay. Uh, Let's go with you, Train.
1: Bro. Y'all, y'all. I got 21 freaking movies on this list right now. (laughs) And I got to get down to nine. So. Yes. I'm going to throw a couple in there that we didn't do. Um. I mean, I got to give nods to Come to America. Um, That's probably my all-time favorite 80s movie. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm going to throw a couple things in here. E.T., classic kids movie. Um, And the main character's name was Elliot. So I had a lot of E.T. references. Some pissed me off. Some of them were great. So (laughs) we're good on that. Um, Sleeper, two sleepers. Better Off Dead with John Cusack. Indeed. That, love that was my oof. I love that movie. Yep. Uh, Real Genius with Val Kilmer. Love it. That love movie that cracked me up.
0: Everyone wants to rule the world. That song was debuted in that movie. I love that song yep. because of that movie. And
1: there it is. There There's, it is. Right. Isn't that so uh Tears for Fears, yeah. Um all right, where am I at? Am I at four or five? I think I'm at five. Five. Let's um, um gotta throw in uh, I'm a big Star Wars nerd, so I gotta throw in um, I'm gonna throw in Empire Strikes Back with Return of the Jedi as a very close in there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, that's six. Let's go Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mm-hmm. Love that freaking movie. Um, we're gonna throw in Top Gun. Mm. Love that movie. And then The Beverly the Hills Cops. Yes. Eddie Murphy could do no wrong in the 80s. <laughs> 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 yes, right on point. Um, and so that's probably nine. And then a couple of sleepers. I mean, you got to I got to throw some shouts to you know, the John Hughes movies, like they were, they were, they were classics. I, you know, um, one of my criteria was, you know, what was I really watching in the eighties versus what are great eighties movies. So I want to throw them in, um, as classics because those were really good movies, but I got to them a little bit later in life. Mm -hmm. Um, the Indiana Jones movies, uh, were right there, and then two more were "Do the Right Thing" and "Glory." Um, both of those, again, I got to a little bit later in life, but like appreciated them because of the test of time that they have. So I think they need to be, you know, shouted out as some great eighties movies. Glory, and there. then I got a bunch of other ones. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, save
0: save some of that list for for Dan and I.
3: Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dan, what you got?
3: So Elliot mentioned John Hughes and I'm a big, big comedy person. So comedy by far is my favorite movie genre. And John Hughes, I mean, he couldn't do wrong. So here's my top nine from nine through one. So we'll start at the end. So this is kind of my non-comedy one on the list. I have a couple, but this is like the main one. The Outsiders. Nice. Okay. Sleeper. Mm-hmm. That cast, right? I mean, yeah. Right back. Then I got Ferris Bueller Day Off. I mean, I mean that's just a classic in itself. Elliot already mentioned it. Weird Science.
1: Yes. Hey, uh, classic.
3: Revenge of the Nerds.
1: Ooh. Yes. And the,
3: yeah. And then my one of my I have a couple of kind of kid movies that made the top five. And number five, the Goonies. Can't go wrong with the yes. Goonies.
1: Ever I can't go wrong with Goonies.
3: Okay. Then Back to the Future is coming in oh. at four. Yes, I just
1: watched that the other day, actually on TV.
3: <laughs> and so, and my top three are close, but I, my number one is is still my number one. And these have to be like movies that come on TV, and you stop and you watch it. You don't change the channel.
0: Mm-hmm. You might even mm-hmm.
3: call in sick, like you know, man, I'm I'm I'm, I'm set for like a couple of hours. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> I don't see myself coming into work. <laughs> yep, I think I'm gonna be sitting on this couch today. Uh, so number three. Nash Lampoon's vacation, I think was it. <laughs> Reg, did you say that one? Yeah, I mean, that's a classic. I mean, one of my favorite. I mean, I love the whole you know Seriously. catalog of the Nash Lampoons, but that's my favorite yep. number two. My second of the kid movies, Stand by Me. Who doesn't yep. love Stand by Me? Deep, yep. deep. That was deep. Now, my number one movie, my all-time favorite movie, period. Not even just eighties, but movie period is the movie Clue. Oh, uh, you guys haven't seen Clue? Yeah. Oh, you need to watch it. I mean, the cast, the one-liners. I mean, I, I like yeah. mystery. And I like that kind of stuff. And know, I remember playing Clue as a little kid before the movie even existed. <laughs> right in my grandparents' house, and they had the board game, and I used to play it as a little kid. And oh, when that yeah. came out, my mom took me to go see it in the theater. I was hooked. So yeah, oh, Clue. Wow. Yep. And then I have I have five honorable mentions. I'll just mention quickly. Cool. The Three Amigos.
1: <laughs> yeah. Willow, Sleeper.
3: who yeah. doesn't love Willow?
1: Yeah, yeah Willow was good.
3: And now this is my the one that's kind of not comedy, a little bit of the kind of you know comic book, but Batman, Michael Keaton, original
1: Batman was fire, Ooh, the good. best. Yeah,
3: I remember seeing that in the Colorado Springs. What was that peak theater downtown?
1: Yeah. Oh, the
0: peak with that print, <laughs> the print soundtrack in that joint.
3: Yes.
1: Ooh, yes. All oh, right, and then that goes the hard right now.
3: Twins, with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito. <laughs> no. Yes, And then my last one, The Breakfast Club, John Hughes. Yeah. Yeah. Always. There it is.
0: So, yep. Always. So I categorize mine as what was the stuff I was watching when I was home from school sick? And after you finish watching Prices Right go off, like you just throw on a movie because you're eating the crackers and, <laughs> and the soup.
3: And so. <laughs> or if you're C-Pipes putting together a model. Uh Yes Watching <laughs> Judge Judy <laughs>
0: Oh boy um, um, Number 9
2: fired again
0: <laughs> Number 9 Coming to America Classic is always going to be there Always watch it Like I will stop doing whatever I'm doing And watch that Beverly Hills Cop The same Purple Rain when it's on VH1 I will stop and I'll watch it 10 times Because I always miss pieces Because I I uh, they'll have it on repeat and with I'll
3: watch it. Apollonia, yeah. yeah, Lakes
0: of Minnetonka. You oh, know, man. I love it. Uh, <laughs> Crush Groove because I love music mm. and hip hop so much, and it has so yes, many sir. people in Run DMC, L, Cool J, the Fat Boys, yeah, Sheila please. E with her fine self, everything. Yes, uh, yeah. Breakfast Club, of course, like you can't beat that. Back to the Future, Trading Places. Uh, Last Dragon, because I love Shonuff and Bruce Leroy, yeah. but my number one favorite movies, because I love music so much, and I love dancing, was Breaking.
1: Breaking, yes. I was going to say somebody got to say Breaking. Both and, of them. And breaking and
0: and I two. love Breaking 1 and 2, Electric Boogaloo. Shout out to Turbo, who's still with us, and rest in peace to yeah. Shabadoo, who, oh, who passed Shabba away, do. you know, kind of sadly, but breaking was my shit i was breakdancing in my basement tko all day oh yeah uh honorable mentions on yeah i love it so beat street honorable mention oh gotta have that oh, out bro, there. i got
1: a story about Beat street uh we'll <laughs> have to discuss that yeah,
0: yeah. and then we
1: were, i for just know Fort 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 carson theater was ghetto fabulous we watched b street in there it's Oh yeah, keep going, Eric. Sorry,
0: uh, it's it's all good. And then my other honorable mention. You guys have always said the other ones, but Caddyshack. I love golf, <laughs> yep. and and it is hilarious. And I will stop I and say, watch that all the time. The Golf Channel will play out of all the golf movies they play. I will stop and watch, and watch Caddyshack every time.
1: So you yeah. like the original mm-hmm. Caddyshack, right? Not the Caddyshack Two.
0: Caddyshack Two is still funny too, though. It's hilarious too. Yeah, yeah,
1: right. yeah. Jake. So like. Yeah. I got into it at Caddyshack Shack 2 and then went back and watched the first one and was like, "Oh, wait a minute. I missed yeah. I missed how classic <laughs> this was." No wonder.
2: Yeah. Like I so I'm great at the great outdoors. Ooh. Um that movie was <laughs> yeah. fire to me, man. I that I that just cracked me up. Is that minute. where he
0: ate the whole steak, even the fat too? <laughs> the old 96er. The 96er. Yeah. 96-er. yeah
2: <sighs> and I'll tell you the one the one thing that always cracks me up and I always remember from National Lampoon's Vacation is when they rolled into uh, St. Louis. <laughs> 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 and he, shit, they looking around. Yeah, we'll just get directions. You know, he's out there talking to the brothers and shit, and they they stealing his hubcaps and shit. <laughs> 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 and then uh, just the, the one line that cracks me up from that movie when he's like, well, kids roll And the motherfuckers was oh out.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> oh, that shit had me out, man.
3: Like, hey bro, oh, what it is, is, homes?
0: Yeah, what it is, homes. <laughs>
3: what it is, Holmes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Classics. Yeah, a lot of movies from the eighties. I you know, a lot of people put dirty dancing out there, flash dance. Um there's some sleepers that people, like the dancing world loves fame. And I introduced uh Sugar and a couple other people's to Fast Forward. A lot of people don't know about fast forward. It was it was the 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 stepchild to fame But that movie you watched that And it was pretty good And um, What about
3: Rad, the BMX? Oh,
1: Rad Ooh,
0: How did yeah. I sleep on that I, know oh. that was, I thought that was going to be one of so, your yeah, It should have been and B, B Cole was going to kick my shit. ass over that shit and, Oh um, yeah he's already hit me up today too. Yeah I love Rad And so actually matter of fact I'm going to have to go ahead And <laughs> bump off I'm going to bump off my list I to have to go ahead and take Beverly Hills Cop off my list for rad because I love rad, and that's, that's tough. Good. But I love rad and yeah. I love bikes, and I I actually have a BMX bike in my garage now from back then. So uh, hey,
2: what did, you didn't even mention like Short Circuit. Oh, I I, I considered it. No question. You know, we only got nine mighty, slots. The Mighty Ducks.
0: No one said Karate Kid.
3: Oh, it, I had it on the Ooh. list. That it got dropped.
0: Man, it's it's hard for nine slots, but Karate Kid and shout out to the Cobra Kai establishment. That shit is dope, yes. man. People got to get on that for real.
2: DC Cab,
3: yeah. With Mr. T, yeah.
2: yeah. Hollywood Shuffle. Ooh, Hollywood Shuffle. Oh yeah. Uh, when was the original? Was uh, no House Party was in the nineties
0: or was it? No, it might have yeah, been eighty nine. I think it, 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 was, it was. It was close. It was right close. there. Yeah, I'm gonna get you, sucker. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Man,
0: that was at, that had to be in the 80s. I think it was like mm-hmm. 88, 89. It, it had to be close. Yeah. Hey, so there's a movie with all the popular people, like some people from the Cosby show, everything called Dance Till Dawn. And a lot of people ain't heard of that video. You can go on YouTube, you can watch it for free right now. It's called Dance Till Dawn. They said a lot of people say that's a cult movie. And I was like, man, I ain't never heard of this shit in my life. But there are a lot of stars in that movie. <laughs> Matthew Perry from Friends is in that joint when he was young. Everything.
3: Oh, I I think I've seen that. I'm I'm looking real quick. I think I've seen that. that. I don't I don't really remember it too much though.
0: No. It didn't stick out in my memory. That wasn't the shit we was rocking in the Valley. Alyssa Milano,
3: sure. Christina Applegate. Yeah, yeah
2: Christina Applegate, yeah. I think I've seen parts of it. I don't think I've seen the whole thing. <laughs> well
0: That's I, funny. That was a good segment to flash back on and and kinda enjoy. Um Man, I kinda just want to get up and go watch some movies tonight, you know, and indeed. We'll see. So music is a big big piece of of culture for us and uh Suge and I like introducing people to different music and and what we're listening to and what's out there right now. Um Suge, what are we debuting this week?
2: We are debuting as the gigging song of the week, my ambitions. By Mozzie. Yes, sir. If y'all don't know about Mozzie, go look him up and just listen to the catalog speak for itself.
0: Yes, indeed. So here it is. I didn't know it. On your mirrors, you ain't hear me clearly. Affected by the wound severely, they gon' miss you, Dilly. Seven series for my youngin', he like seventeen. Most of the chops we got is German, summers is Lebanese. The homie caught a double homie off that fetamine, he fed him ye. No retaliation, they just let it be. Heavy doses off the doper, it won't let me sleep. Forever smoke, we want it solely, but not everly. My ambition as a rider, today ride 'em. Hot on my build that I just purchased for the sliding only. Till it clicked, that's how we train the youth. Let the suckers get the upper hand. That did the same to you. My heart froze, but when I freeze up on the squeezing of parts, they said my dog lost their dog. They went to make a part. Hey, get no sleep tonight. I bet you I won't sleep tomorrow. For calling sniggers in these bitches, we won't need them. Word. Shout out to Mozzie. And shout out to our homeboy, Mac Mall. He he put me on that Mozzie. Um, he used to always listen to that in his Ultima. And put us on and speaking on it, and I was like, man, I'm gonna check Mossy out. And for real, he's he he slaps it off for sure.
2: Catalog full of bangers.
0: So everyone loves to hate. I love to hate. You love to hate. We love to hate. So Reg, what is our next segment? We getting into the hating Hating. segment of the week. Awesome. So this is a segment where you can just talk shit about something you hate on for this week. And uh, I found it challenging, but I did find something to hate on. We, I, I hated on some really serious shit last week, but I do have some, some haterisms, but let's, let's let our, our guests go first. So Dan, what are you hating on this week?
3: So I, so I was talking to my wife about this, you know, cause I knew it was coming on the show and I was like, I was like, I'm going to talk about this. She's like, don't do that. A little too controversial. (laughs) So I'm going to hold back a few things. And you know what I mean? Because I'm, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. But what I am hating on for the show, and this kind of carryover from what Reg was talking about with people who duct tape their cars, (laughs) I'm taking a step (laughs) higher than that. Bad drivers, okay? Mm -hmm. And and it could be a bad driver because you're distracted. It could be a bad driver because you don't use your blinker. But come on man. We're out there driving these fast moving objects and physics never loses. If you don't, if you're distracted and you make a wrong turn or you encroach into my lane, don't do that. Use your blinker, signal. You know what I mean? Don't tailgate. We're all in this together. <laughs> Let's get to the end together too, you know? And semi trucks, don't be in the left lane when I'm on the interstate. Move over. You're slowing everybody down. You know what I mean? And Rubberneckers, if you see an accident, okay, we all see it. Let's go. I got places to be. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So please just pay attention and drive. Get off your phones.
0: Yes. That's indeed. what I'm hating on this week. I like it. I like it. I'll go next, actually. So um I want to talk about technology and our government. And we have a lot of things that people are relying on you for and your technology game is just whack we shouldn't be having to struggle with websites and stuff for these corona shots and how to figure this out now i appreciate appreciated um, all the effort that the new administration is doing but as a whole like this is ridiculous like we have we're in a country where we have apple google and companies like that amazon and we can't get And find a way for us to get a shot and make it easy. Come on, man. All these smart people out here and we're struggling. This is ridiculous. And then I want to talk about sports scheduling. Like it really pisses me off that I have to share time watching men's NCAA basketball and I really want to love and watch women's NCAA basketball. And they've had some great games. And I'm flipping back and forth. I got two TVs in in the living room and people are looking at me crazy now because I got to watch both games. So can we have the men's at this section and then follow it up with the women's or let the ladies go first to to warm things up and have some great games? And we see that champion crowned. And then throw the men on and let's see how they do. So we don't have to share time. NCAA, you still make your your money, you get marketing, and you get exposure to the women and the men at the same time. And the same shit goes for golfing too. I'm tired of sharing my weekends and my viewership and everything and all these apps. And I want to watch men and women. And I have to make a choice and I have to split and I end up missing. Or like I said, I have two TVs. So Stop stop with the shits. We all have calendars. Let's go ahead and 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 talk to each other and schedule some shit out. So, that's where I'm at with that. Um and I I will throw it to Train. What are you hating on this week, Train?
1: Uh
0: hold on. We we've got Casper. Oh, my bad. My, bad. my bad. My bad.
1: It's it's called mute. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get off of it so people can hear you talk. Um, <laughs> I said uh, I don't have a lot of hate right now. Um, I'm just trying to absorb and learn and and grow. Um, but I guess if we were hating on s- s- something that's bothering me right now, oh. I got to say, I, I wear, I, I'm six six, five, six six and I wear a size 14. And so when it comes to shoes and socks, it is not, it's not easy for me. It's, it's not an easy thing. And I just wish <laughs> that when you went to the store that you could get the color that you wanted, right? Like, mm-hmm. like I don't need the bright orange, Nike Air Max 2001s. Because I ain't got nothing to go with them. I don't wear bright orange no more. That was the puffy days. That was the puffy days. That was uh, orange neon lanyards and whatnot. It's like, I'm, I'm too old for that now. Like, I just want to get the regular shoe. And they only ever got it. What's crazy about it is, you if I had a 15 or a 16, I could get everything I wanted. If I got 13 or below, I could get what I need but because I got 14 and then the sock game, what is this eight to 12? They ain't got nothing better than 12. Like I, I need thirteen. but then they go 13 to 16. And then that thing comes all the way up my ankle. Like I can't do it. I got big calves, bro. Like I got to wear the short (laughs) socks. So, (laughs) so, so can I get a low cut sock in a 14 and some regular ass shoes in a 14? That would be nice. That's what I'm hating on
0: nice and to finish us off mr hater himself
2: man sugar you know yeah i mean you know week to week things happen you know and dan i feel you on the on the bad drivers so uh i was involved in an auto accident over the past weekend mm-hmm. um so i'm not really going to get too much into the accident because i'm still not i'm i'm trying to get over that and trying to forgive for that um but <laughs> What I'm gonna hate on is the is the insurance companies and their bullshit and what they try to put you through. So, right now it's very difficult to get a rental car. Okay, so your your insurance companies will allot you a, a certain amount that will cover nothing in any of the classes that they have to offer you for a fucking vehicle. So the twenty five dollar <laughs> limit that I have a day. don't even pay for a fucking toyota yaris (laughs) so i still gotta come out of pocket to drive a piece of shit (laughs) i don't drive a piece of shit in real life i like my vehicle i've worked hard on my vehicle i've actually put blood sweat and fucked up a couple knuckles turning wrenches on my vehicle okay so i love my truck man so eventually we'll get it back i'm just thankful that everything is cool and you know, I'm, you know, jokes is jokes. Fun is fun. But fuck these companies when it comes to their allotment for $25 a day. Mm. Come on, man. Yeah, man. What can you drive for $25 a day? Uh, not much. Mm-mm. I can't even go and get a scooter downtown for $25. A day. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and so the other thing I want to, I want to hate on in my company, I, I'm actually, I'm a, with farmer's insurance. So I'm just going to put a shout out to Farmer's Insurance. We're going to tag you in this shit. And I hope you all listen to this because at least give a give a dude $40 a day or $45 a day because my payments on time in case shit happens.
1: <laughs> so yes, and the sir. other
2: thing I want to hate on today is old ass boxers coming out of retirement. Uh-oh. This week alone, we have Codo, Marquez and De La Hoya who all came out and said they're going to have these exhibition bouts.
0: Mm, mm,
2: mm. I saw all of y'all's last fight, and I'm good. <laughs> so y'all should really start thinking, I know y'all, then y'all must, this must be a money play. And it's cool, I get it. If you're raising money for charity, I will not knock that. But if you guys are out here doing this just to for the love of boxing, man, for yourself and your health and your life, think about it, man.
0: I did hear that Mike and Evander are scheduling something too.
2: Man, what? What are they going? What do they go out there to prove, man? Mike Tyson, I think can. I mean, who knows, man? I think he can still fight some folks.
0: He can, but Evander looks really good when you see him on his IG. He's trained and looking well. I don't know. It's gonna be an when interesting got, call. When
2: you got eighty five kids that keep you young, man. <laughs> Not hard.
0: Well, that wraps up our. And we're going to send these to the the upper room. Yes, sir. we sent that hate to the upper room. So before we get out of here, let's do some shout outs. I know everyone got something to shout out about. Uh, and actually, before we do shout outs, actually, I'm, I'm thinking about something else that. We have a segment that people like and we forgot it about B. Cole and we brought B. Cole back and we and we skipped it for two weeks, but we ain't going to skip it this week. Mitch got back to his memory bank and we're going to talk about the back nine questions with our guest and the back nine is brought to you by golf gents. Let's hear from him.
3: Do you enjoy the flowering peach, magnolias, and azaleas? Then you should head over to GolfGents.com right now to get your Masters collection gear. From the Metal Masters to the Amen collection, Golf Gents has you covered. Use code MASTERS and you will receive 25% off your order. Head over to GolfGents.com right now. What are you waiting for?
0: Man, a player almost messed up and forgot the back nine. Shit. But that was a
2: professional, professional ad right there, man. I have to give kudos to the production on that ad.
0: All right. Word. Right on. Uh, So we're going to get into the back nine questions of the week uh, for train and trombone shorty. Um, So we're going to give you rapid fire nine questions uh, to to give us short answers on. And uh, we'll start with uh, Dan on this one. If you could turn any shoe into a golf cleat, what would it be?
3: Yeah, this is actually a really hard question for me because, you know, growing up being like a Jordan fan and, you know, Nike through and through. I mean, but then when Adidas Boost came out, the game changed completely for me. And so Adidas Boost golf shoes, I mean, if you want something comfortable, give them a shot. I mean, I can't say enough. And, you know, if, I, if my feet are comfortable, I'm going to play better, period. If my feet are aching, I'm going to notice that they're going to be a distraction. So, But, you know, I'm about the ultra Boost or the uh, NMDs. So I'd like to see a pair of NMDs with some cleats on them. That'd be dope. Train.
1: Uh, since y'all were talking about Wu-Tang last week, I thought it'd be cool to throw some cleats on some uh, wallabies. Oh, boy. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. You be the first one out. How crazy would that be? Yes, sir.
2: (laughs) Shit, think about that. Hey, that would be dope. I like that. I like that answer. Um, next question, fellas. What is your favorite beverage while on the course?
3: I think this might be a hard question for both of us. (laughs) I mean, I don't drink, so you know, I'm drinking water or some probably some Powerade or Gatorade or something. I mean, I
1: keep it basic Mm -hmm. beverage. Yeah, I don't drink either, but you know, I'm gonna I'm have a Starbucks iced chai, nice milky iced chai, or I'm gonna have a uh, uh, a carafe of uh, Gold Peaks sweet tea. <laughs> yep, <laughs> uh, nice.
0: Not what I expected, but Mm-mm. flavorful. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite club in your bag? Mm. Interesting. Go with you, Train. I don't like none of my
1: clubs, to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> throw the whole bag away. Uh, throw the bag. <laughs> well, let me tell you, the clubs that I have are still the clubs I had in nineteen ninety six. So I feel like it's time to upgrade some clubs. But if you're talking about playing, um I feel like my five iron gets me out of trouble. So if I'm in, yeah, yeah. My five iron, I can get some distance, get make up some some ground, and then I'll have to work with all the other irons to try to, try to make it work. I'm not really good at them. But, uh, yeah, that five, I can at least get close to where I need to go.
3: Nice Dan So my favorite club Because I use it the most Has to be my 54 degree wedge I'm, I may do some damage With that thing you know because if I miss a green You know that's going to Hopefully save my score in that hole So That's my go to Nice
0: um, So what's your lowest Score and what's your highest? And how much of that was a lie? Because you know
3: we all bullshit. So, Dan, you first. Lowest score. So when I'm practicing, I'll shoot in the 80s. In my lowest score so far is 83. The last few years, I have not been practicing, and my score has reflected that. But uh, <laughs> <so> excuses. <laughs> my highest recorded score probably is like a 130. I remember. I was looking back at some of my rounds. I think 2015. I had on one hole I shot a 15 because I had five penalties, yes. and that did me 30 that round. Not nice. Feel your pain, Dan. Feel your pain.
1: Try. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, my lowest score it's it's a uh, 89. How much of that is a lie? Uh, all of it. <laughs> I don't know what my <laughs> lowest score is. My lowest score that I've known recently was like a one ten. And then my highest score uh is probably one thirty with a big plus sign. It's like Apple Plus. I'm like I'm like one twenty five plus. Mm. Okay. Um, but the, you know, you gotta understand last year was my first year out on the course and pff, probably eight, so there's that, fair. Well,
2: always room for improvement, brothers.
1: <laughs> and you know, I'm, exactly, including me. I like I exactly,
2: shit. I'm I like to-
1: where I where I'm at. I like where I'm at right now. I'm
2: trying to get better. Um, so, <laughs> both of you fellas, uh, have you ever broken a club?
3: And what happened?
0: Ooh. Good question.
3: I don't think I've ever broken the club, especially intentionally. I mean, I've had like hosels come come loose where it's about to lose a head, but I've never broken them. Mm.
0: train with your muscles. yeah I
1: know yeah I never broke a club that's why I still got these things from 96 oh boy good boy. <laughs> like, I wish they would break <laughs> then I have an excuse <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> that, that you guys need to get wagers on here and ask him how many clubs he's broken Uh oh,
0: he's <laughs> <next>. <laughs> intentionally or this yeah <laughs> have you guys ever hit a house and and did you report it or run
1: Uh, Many houses have been hit by the train Uh, (laughs) (laughs) and uh, just kept on going, just kept on going. I think maybe one time the best was I was with my mom back in the day. Oh, and my dad, they both did it. I hit a house, and they were like, come on, boy, let's go, let's go. Get, 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 let's go. I'm like, wait, should we tell? She's like, Mm-mm, let's go. Got in the cart, scooted on. It was hilarious, man. Oh, that's funny. we are like, y'all,
2: y'all
3: see that bird? <laughs> I've had a few houses in my time. I remember my the most memorable one was we were playing in, I think, in Mesquite, Nevada. We were on a little golf trip. It was... Mike D wagers, maybe Newman on that trip. And I pulled my drive and I hit a house, but it hit the roof. You know, and they got like those tiled roofs and stuff out there in the desert and I hit it hard and it smacked it and ricocheted and landed dead center of the fairway. So, Hey, I moved on. I'll take it.
2: <laughs> More bounce to the ounce, man. That shit happens in the 2k game a lot too. <laughs>
0: yes, it does.
2: Um, so what is the wildest thing you've ever seen on a golf course?
3: Hmm. Well, I'll go first. So B Cole mentioned it last week. We were playing, I think at was it Fox hollow? And he was frustrated cause he wasn't playing well. And he, I think he three or four putted and I'm just going about my business. I don't know if you were, if you were in our group or not, Eric, mm he just gets pissed off and he wants to throw his ball to the field in the middle of nowhere. You know, there's nothing surrounding those, that golf course. And he goes to chuck it. And I happen to be standing in his way and he throws it at my head and it hits me in my temple. Good thing. I had my hat on. I'm just standing there walking off the thing and he chucks it. Bam. I'm like, he's like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. You know, and it's like getting punched in the head, you know, fortunately I was fine. It just, you know, Talked me yeah. for a second and I was good and he felt so bad. I'm sure he still does. I uh, you know, I think he had to attend some anger management classes or something, but
1: <laughs> yeah, I think he's better now. He played baseball too, so I know that hurt.
3: <laughs> it hit me right on the build, side of the bill of my hat, which took a lot of it. So I, didn't, oh, you know I mean so. It was like yeah. kind of a little helmet.
0: That's a good thing because that would have laid you
3: that's out. We sure. Cole and I are we're cool. no worries.
1: <laughs> uh, for me. You know, I haven't seen anything too, too crazy. Uh, I mean, I played rounds with Vishnu, so you can just always imagine what that might be like. Um, <laughs> but as far as anything super crazy, yeah, it's been pretty tame.
0: Nice. Have you uh, ever gotten to an altercation by hitting into someone or someone ever came back and cussed you out on the course by hitting into them?
3: I think it, I think it was last year we were playing over at Highland Hills and there's a par five. It's like, I think the 15th hole has a big tree in the middle of the fairway. And there was a group of people walking like a, like a husband and wife and like their teenage son or something. And I bombed a drive. I mean, it went and it rolled up and like rolled up to their mom. They were, they were walking with push carts. But it just rolled into them. And the, the younger son was like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, you know, my bad. And he was, he was mouthing off and I was so tempted to ride up there. I didn't. So I kept my cool yeah you know sometimes it gets away but you know hey play faster
2: right hey if that if that, that drive gets you man you better better hurry up and get your ass out the way
1: train um <laughs> uh, not that i can recall to be honest uh i usually don't have those problems being the stature that i am uh correct uh, I, I usually don't don't get a lot of flack for any of my mistakes <laughs> But uh, um, I'm sure somebody has thought about it because I'm sure I've, I've, uh, I've gone off course <laughs> in some <laughs> of my strokes there. So
0: Nice. And Reg, with our final question. What is your dream course to play
3: at? So mine, I'd have to say taking it way, way back. I want to go to St. Andrew's old course. You know, I definitely want to play that course. It'd be so much fun. Just, you know, yeah, I got to get back there.
0: Nice. That was Booga's pick, I think, too. So that's two for that one. Train, what about you?
1: I'm not sure. Um I think probably I mean just just uh especially with the masters coming up just the the feeling of Augusta it's probably a good just go to. It'd mm-hmm. be something I want to see.
0: Yep. That was a favorite. That's our favorite. So that wraps up our back nine questions of the week. And so now we're going to go into our shout outs. So give your shout outs who you want to, uh, give some praise to, uh, let's start with train.
1: Yeah. Well, as usual, I just want to shout out the fellas, um, uh, especially Eric and, and Reggie for putting this together. Uh, I think it's been great. It's, uh, this is cool conversation and it uh, brings us all together. And I really, really enjoy listening to what you guys got to say. And uh, thank you for letting me uh, be a part of it. Um, Shout out to the fellows on the tour. Um, It was a great year last year. I can't wait to get back out there this year. Um, uh, And then the big one, I really want to shout out my wife, Emily Jones. Uh, She, is an amazing, amazing person. And has helped me through a lot of life um, that I didn't even know I needed to be helped through uh, to this point. So, um, yeah, I really, really appreciate her being in my life. And, uh, yeah, definitely wanted to shout her out.
3: Word. Dan. Yeah, so definitely thanks, guys, for having me. I'm a fan of the show. You know, I listen religiously. And so being able to come on here and share the stories with you guys has been awesome. So thank you. And then my wife, Krista, love you. You know, she's my partner in crime, my better half, as they say, you know, she puts up with me, you know, lets me do what I do. And yeah, we have fun with it. Um, and then the rest of the family, friends, all the boys on the tour, cat. you know, we all go, a lot of us go way back. So, you know, just being able to continue that later in our lives is just awesome. So, Combining golf and, you know, great friendship. It's, you know, an awesome combination. And then one last thing is my YouTube reseller community. So I have a show on Friday nights with one of my good friends. His channel's name is Old School Flips. And he specializes in vintage toys and electronics and stuff like that. So if you guys ever have any uh, things you're looking about getting rid of or you're looking for something, he's always on the hunt um, to buy, to sell. He might be able to find you something. But, yeah, check him out.
2: Words, sugar yeah so you know i would want to shout out to the fellas want to shout out to to my family um for you know for all the things that they endure um you know life is never easy and you got to take it day by day and i think um you know i appreciate the the hustle and you know my family is has gotten shorter and and kind of you know limited over the years but you know i think that you know that's that's what i have y'all here for so shout out to the fellas as well Uh, my extended family. And then, um, you know, I want to say a shout out to all the ladies, um, in the NCAA tournament. Um, I just, I I Mm -hmm. love watching the basketball. It's been some great basketball. Um, there was a great game last night between, um, UConn and Arizona. So if you didn't get to see that they might replay it, but just the fight and the effort that goes into some of these games, the ladies play, I, I really appreciated it. And, um, you know, shout out to the fellas too. But I think you know when you, when I watch the the ladies' game, I see a little bit different kind of passion, man. Um, and I I appreciate that.
0: Hmm. Well, I want to shout out my fan band for let me be creative and they support my ideas and and just give me time to do this. Shout out to all our guests, my homeboys that come on. Um, they're my family really. They come on and they support the show and listen. And our listeners are growing, so shout out to you. And making the show grow and, and, and it's doing things. And so I appreciate that. Um, appreciate the 303, 720 and 719 for sure. And mm-hmm. shout out to spring being around the corner in Colorado, even though it snowed a little bit today, but it melted and that's going <laughs> to create great golf. And then spring, I appreciate it because then my lady in the sundresses and the toes out. I appreciate you. So <laughs> raw. So yes, and with that being said, Reg, <laughs> go ahead and close us out.
2: Hey, you know, like always, you know, um, take care of each other and most importantly yourself. Um, you know, take a moment when you need a break, uh, talk to somebody when you need it. And if you love our show, tell somebody about it. Bring them with you. Indeed. Let's go. On the beach, yeah. on the
0: beach, yeah. Few K-Z weeks we're gonna freestyle on this. All the guests too.
3: Bring your freestyle. We'll book. Practice your game. We're talking Don't about practice.
0: Long, we're Negroes. <laughs> <laughs>